Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is Steve Robbins. Welcome to the Get It Done Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Work Less and Do More. On a red-eye flight last week, I was trying to sleep as the woman in the seat next to me was scrolling through her timeline. Facebook, Instagram, doesn't matter which app. Having a glowing screen right within reading distance is irresistible. So forgive me, please, but I read over her shoulder and judged what she was posting. From grammar to spelling to clarity, I was surprised to notice that her posts were practically unintelligible. Of course, I'm hardly one to brag. Last night I woke up from a nightmare, screaming in horror at the realization that my timeline was that vapid too. I just didn't notice because I was too busy being addicted. And so are you. Quit to save your brain. Yes, you. Quit this foolishness. Social media is turning your brain to mush. Ever notice you can't read anything longer than 300 words anymore? And somehow, all your creative writing goes into short, forgettable social media posts instead of really writing a good article or essay or something that says something? And by the way, if you don't notice a general degradation in your thinking when you're using social media, it's possible that you can't even really judge. One of the first things to go is your ability to notice how surface your thinking has become. And none of that is coincidence. It's deliberate. Facebook co-founder Sean Hayes has even admitted that it's deliberate. When developing Facebook, they read the latest brain science research, they figured out how to make Facebook explicitly addictive, and now B.J. Fogg of Stanford's Captology Lab, great name, guys, and Neri All in his book Hooked, then taught those principles to all of Silicon Valley so they can addict us, that's you and me, and get us to click on ads and mindlessly buy stuff. Addiction jolts your brain with pleasure juice. You see your friends' pictures along with their names at irregular intervals. Sometimes they're sharing headlines of articles that get you all steamed up. The headlines, not the articles. The articles are often a disappointment if anyone even bothers to read them. The pictures, the names, and the headlines all give you a brain surge. Since it's at irregular intervals, that activates intermittent reinforcement. And that way, you get psychologically hooked. It's why people play slot machines for hours in Las Vegas. Meaningless, bright, shiny stimulation plus intermittent payoffs equals time lost from your life forever. While your brain is busy being addicted and cognitively impaired, the evidence is that Russian bots are then manipulating you. If you're conservative, they feed you scare stories about liberals and immigrants. If you're liberal, they feed you scare stories about guns and religion. Either way, they try to sow divisiveness, both within parties and between parties. The key to manipulation, whether it's by ad companies, Google, Facebook, etc., or enemy psyops, is to bypass your higher brain functions and activate your older brain structures. That's why I didn't realize how idiotic my own timeline was. The pictures and names had me feeling good. So when I read the vapid content, it felt good. 
The clickbait headlines got me feeling self-righteous, or curious, or angry, so by the time I read the vapid, poorly written story, if I even bothered to read it, I already felt that satisfying self-righteous curiosity or anger. Quit Facebook for moral reasons, and there are also moral reasons to quit. Even as I write this, another news story, maybe the 6th, 7th, 8th, has come out showing that Facebook compromises privacy by silently giving preferred partners access to data that it claimed it wasn't giving out. It secretly gave access to all your private messages, all of them, plus the ability to read and delete them to Netflix, Amazon, and a few other partners. Now they're trying to say, well, we needed to give that access to those partners for them to provide their messaging services. That's true, and that isn't the problem. The problem is they told us they weren't sharing it, and then did it anyway. They didn't give us any way to turn it off, and they gave us no notification. That is among the smaller problems with Facebook. And remember, Instagram and WhatsApp are owned by Facebook, so Instagram comes with all of the psychological weapons to addict you, and WhatsApp increasingly has the convenient privacy invasions that let them use the records of who you're calling, when, and how long you talk to profile you for any possible reason they want. Now, quitting isn't easy. You need to create alternative systems to replace what it is that Facebook does in your life. Without Facebook, socializing will take more effort. Your circle of friends will be smaller but deeper, and you will have to reach out. Organizing events will get less convenient. You'll have to think about your guest list. You'll have to invite people by email or phone or text, in other words, personally. Quitting has benefits. Your life will get better. You'll start reading more than 300 words at a time. You might even read things all the way to the end. And you'll learn more deeply from them. You'll start thinking your own thoughts, not just whatever clickbait lies and poorly written Facebook direct happens to throw in front of you. Which means you'll also have to seek out real news, explicitly and thoughtfully. In short, you'll have to stop being a passive consumer of relationships and information, and instead, you'll be an active creator of the relationships, knowledge, and yes, your own self. Here are six steps that can help you get back there. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. Step one, lurk. Only lurk. First, you must choose who you really value, and this is hard. Facebook has made us lazy. We keep in touch with whomever the algorithm happens to show us, but those aren't necessarily the friends who most enrich our lives. 
Part of Facebook's cognitive manipulation is that you feel like you're keeping in touch. You aren't. You're just seeing pictures and names and imagining keeping in touch. Friendship is a two-way activity that happens in the moment. The emotions that create strong bonds like empathy mainly happen face-to-face. So stop interacting on Facebook and start lurking. Set aside 10 minutes and read your timeline, but read it asking the questions, what parts of this are worth keeping in my life? Pay particular attention to the people, the sources of news, the sources of entertainment, and the sources of education. Stay as objective and non-judgmental for this part as you can. Step two, make a list. Grab a piece of paper and title it, What to Keep? Keep monitoring Facebook for a few days. Write down the names of everyone you'd like to keep in touch with. Also write down the names of publications and organizations that you want to continue engaging with. This is hard. Facebook gives us the happy illusion that we can be good friends with a thousand people. We can't. It gives us the illusion that we're well-read and educated on topics we care about. We aren't necessarily. What actually crosses our timeline is what Facebook thinks we'll click on, not what will actually improve our lives and teach us more. You'll have to make real choices, and that's a good thing. It means you're being deliberate about who you want in your life, about which news sources you trust, about what you want to learn, and from whom. About the kind of entertainment you'll enjoy. In short, you're being deliberate about who you want to be in the world, rather than leaving it up to the algorithm. Step three, reach out. Once you know what you want to keep in your life, start making it happen. Go down your list and send everyone a message on Facebook Messenger that says, I'm leaving Facebook and would very much like to stay in touch. Here's my contact info. Give them your phone number and your email address, and you can even call them and leave a voicemail. You won't get them live, of course, because whoever picks up their phone. (laughs) Part of what you want to notice is who takes the time and effort to reach out and establish an off-Facebook connection. If someone doesn't, you need to carefully consider how much effort you want to put into that particular relationship. It's not much more work to send an email or text message than it is to drop someone a message on Facebook. If your relationship with them isn't important enough to them to switch to another app and type a personal message, that's important for you to know. It should dispel, once and for all, this ridiculous notion that your Facebook connection represents any kind of real relationship. You can always keep putting in the effort from your end, but you'll know the truth. And when the zombie apocalypse hits, you won't feel too bad about throwing them to the zombies to buy you time to escape. Step four, use Facebook local. When it comes to social gatherings, Facebook has pretty much changed the world. Many people organize events only using Facebook, and by leaving Facebook, you risk being left out of your social circle. You kind of have to admire it. In only 10 years, Facebook has managed to hijack the basic human activity of having real in-person friends. You can still access your Facebook events without addiction. Install the Facebook Local app on your smartphone. It lets you view just events. You can still receive and respond to invitations, and you don't have to touch the rest of the site. You can also rebuild your off-Facebook communication lines. People did survive for tens of thousands of years without Facebook, after all. When you call or text the friends that you're staying close to, ask them about upcoming events in your social circle. In fact, you could even throw caution to the wind and organize your own event, a dinner, or a movie, or board games, or rock climbing. You could send invitations via email, or even call people. Ooh, it's an old-fashioned indulgence in human contact that borders on scandalous. Step 5. Choose and check your news sources. Remember those news sources you identified where you get your news? Subscribe to them directly. That will also help their business model. And then go visit their site on a regular basis. You have the time. It's the time you used to spend on Facebook. When you go directly to high-quality primary news sources, you also learn about whatever other issues they're covering. So instead of your worldview being shaped by whatever things Facebook happens to throw at you, you can look at a broader set of issues. If you're feeling super adventurous, 
You can imitate adults of long-ago eras. You can visit a couple of different sites so that you get a broader worldview. If you seek out knowledge, you might find it's there. And, of course, you might also find out that you're wrong. So you have to learn to deal with that because you could also find out that you're right or somewhere in between. But you'll learn it deliberately. If you wait for knowledge to find you, the reason it's popping up is because Facebook thinks you'll engage. So whatever it is, it's likely to be extreme and one-sided and probably at least partially false. Step six, pay to post. Lastly, you may still need a way to post on Facebook if it's necessary for your business. Personally, I can't even visit Facebook for a couple of minutes without getting sucked back in. If you need to post on Facebook for business reasons, you might want to have a virtual assistant do it. Using a service like FancyHands.com or Fin.com or GetMagic.com or hiring a dedicated virtual assistant, you can just have them log into your account on your behalf and post what needs posting. This is hard. With the rise of Facebook, those of us over 30 have largely dismantled the infrastructure that we used to have to be able to choose our friends, build intimacy, organize events, decide our news sources, and be members of a culture and responsible, educated citizens. Those of us under 30 may have never seen and might not even be able to imagine building and maintaining offline friendships and offline relationships. So take back your life. Be the one creating it instead of letting Facebook and Instagram passively hand it to you. Convenience is not worth it. Be the architect of your own life. Be the artist of your own relationships. And be the R of your own pirate ship. Lurk on your Facebook timeline to decide who to keep in touch with, what to learn, and how to stay informed. Then go establish offline systems to create the life you want rather than the life someone else wants you to have. I'm Steve Robbins. Follow Get It Done Guy on Twitter and, well, Facebook. If you're an entrepreneur or self-employed or otherwise need to control your own time, Get It Done groups help you start finishing what's important and develop the habits you need to be hyper-productive. Learn more at steverrobbins.com. Work less, do more, stay off Facebook, and have a great life. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.